With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. The Iowa DCI says the Algona police officer shot Wednesday night died. DCI Assistant Director Mitch Mortvet says 33-year-old officer Kevin Cram was trying to arrest a man on a warrant around 8 p.m. Officer Cram was in the 1100 block of South Minnesota Street in Algona when he observed Kyle Rickey, age 43. After advising Rickey he was going to be placed under arrest, Rickey shot Officer Cram. Cram was taken to Kasuth Regional Health Center where he died. Morbid said yesterday that Ricky was arrested after a blue alert was sent out to surrounding law enforcement indicating a police officer had been shot. Kyle Ricky was located and arrested near Sleepy Eye, Minnesota at approximately 11.50 p.m. last night. He has been charged with one count of first-degree murder in Kasuth County, Iowa, and will be extradited at a later date. Morvit says Cram uh, was a 10-year veteran of Iowa law enforcement serving on the Norris Springs Police Department before joining the Algona Police Department in 2015. Iowa Department of Public Safety Commissioner Stephen Baines says Cram died a hero. Algona Police Officer Kevin Cram died because he chose to be a beacon of light. Algona Police Officer Kevin Cram died because he was willing to stand in the gap between good and evil. He says Cram was murdered by a coward. That vile act will not deter those of us who are committed to protecting the innocent, to holding evil to account, and to seek justice for Kevin. Bain says they will continue to honor Cram's legacy by being that beacon of light in their communities. Thursday, the Butler County Sheriff's Department transported from Blackhawk County 32-year-old Blake Hartzell of Waterloo, who was wanted on a warrant for violation of the, his probation from three different cases. The original charges included controlled substance violation and possession of a controlled substance third or subsequent offense. A hearing to revoke his probation has been set for October 2nd at 2 p.m. in Allison. The Green City Council this week approved a professional services agreement with the SEH firm for the city's water project. The first phase of the project will be updating the water system on North 4th Street. In other business, the Green City Council approved paying half of the tree removal reimbursements now and the next half in the next fiscal year. And trick or treating in uh, green will be held on October 31st from 5 until 7 p.m. The Allison City Council this week approved a resolution directing the acceptance of a Proposal to purchase $445,000 in general obligation capital loan notes. In other business, the Allison Council approved raises for the library staff. Said October 31st from 5 to 7 p.m. is the date and time for trick-or-treating in the city. And learned that city engineer Donald Moore will be retiring effective December the 30th. The Iowa Falls School Board this week approved to replace the fire alarm system at Riverbend Middle School for $172,000. $800. In other business, the Iowa Falls Board reviewed the first day student enrollment. This is not the official headcount, but the district is looking at a small increase in students served. The official headcount that is certified will take place on October the 1st. The Iowa Falls School Board also approved the purchase of a new school bus and a 12-passenger van. The Iowa Utilities Board this week issued an order 
approving a petition for a franchise to construct, maintain, and operate a new electric transmission line in Iowa that will be called the Sioux Green Line. The Sioux Green Transmission Line project involves installing 174 miles of 525-kilovolt underground high-voltage direct current electric transmission line that will cross eight counties in Iowa, including Cerro Gordo and Floyd, and will continue into Illinois. All but 18 miles of Sioux Green's transmission line route will be located on the private rights-of-way on the railroad alignment owned in various forms by the Canadian Pacific Railroad. This week's order finds that the proposed line is necessary to serve a public use and represents a reasonable relationship to an overall plan of transmitting electricity in the public interest. The order also found that vesting Sioux Green with the right of eminent domain is necessary for public use and was granted on a total of six parcels of land. Brody Walton was crowned last night on Thursday night as HD Cal Homecoming King for 2023. Walton is the son of Jen and Heath Walton. He's on the football team. We'll play Nevada tonight in the homecoming game. We've been working hard all week. Obviously, the homecoming stuff's fun, but the goal at the end of the week is to win that game. I think if we show up and play, we can do it. This year's HD Cal Homecoming Queen is Lydia Moss, the daughter of Robin and Zach Moss. Lydia and another member of the homecoming court ran at a cross-country meet in Clear Lake Thursday before quickly returning to Hampton. Tegan Bird and I both ran, so we left right after our race. We didn't get to see the boys run, but I heard they did well. So we kind of rushed out of there to get here, but it was good. The HD Cal homecoming dances tomorrow from 8 to 11 p.m. at the high school commons. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.